Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Stu. And this is Bad Screenplays. We've been writing screenplays for years, but couldn't get anyone to read them. On each episode, I read an unsolicited script. And I read one. We pull them apart and decide if they're any good, but mostly try and have fun with them. Maybe these screenplays will attract attention or get greenlit by First Draft Productions, our own fictional production company. Knoxville, yeah, Knoxville, Johnny right? Knox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the guy. He's a decent yeah. actor, Johnny Knoxville. He's not bad. He is, yeah, he's good. Uh, he's not as good as Michael Jackson, but he's good. I know. It says Michael Jackson, like joined by video link. He was, uh, he was Agent M based in Antarctica with the penguins. <laughs> Fucking hell, based in the North Pole. <laughs> This is the third time we've mentioned Michael Jackson on three episodes. I think we should mention him, like, as often as possible and just, like, you know... Because I, I still hear his songs on the radio and I'm like, what, what, what's happening? Like Why? an awareness? Yeah, definitely. Just just keep a look, just beware. I think he might <laughs> turn into a ghost and haunt people. A zombie, yeah. It's terrifying. It scares, me, scares me so much, Michael Jackson. Just the way he fell apart. Did you see the footage? We're talking about Michael Jackson again. Pe- was it Pepsi advert or something where his head went on fire? Did you see that one? <laughs> no. Did you not? What, was it lit or did it just go on fire? Oh, it was like pyrotechnics and he had that much hairspray in. He's just dancing and Oof. doing twists and twirls. And he's just dancing, doesn't know his head's on fire. <laughs> and then someone runs over and like kind of just rugby tackles him to the ground. But then, from then on, his head was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> was like he, like he was, pro- yeah, he, he was probably at the stage then, like where they were, Michael. D- no, I don't want you out in the sun. You know, yeah. no fragrances in your skin creams. <laughs> take take <laughs> it easy. The worst thing that could have happened was that his head went on fire. <laughs> 
plastic <laughs> sage you give him a leaflet and such and all the things yeah for yeah. not to happen make sure you don't go on fire yeah uh, <laughs> god so I'm watching Gogglebox um, last night okay uh, uh, channel 4 show Gogglebox and they're talking about there was some show where Cher got involved with some elephant there was an elephant in India right mm. and they made a, they made a show on it um, and it's like the loneliest elephant in the world. Right. It's a shitty zoo. It's the only elephant in the zoo. Oh, There's not many other animals. And it's been there for 35 years. Like, it just stares. Anyway, Cher, oh, God. Cher spot, saw this. So she starts tweeting the woman, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she gets involved in the thing. And I think she ends up, like, freeing it. Or, you know, enough pressure that they have to... Where is it? Where was it? It was in like I don't want to say Delhi, but it was it was I think it was a big Indian city. Right. Right? I think. I might be wrong. Um But they go, Yeah, well, the government's bowed to the pressure and share your right. The elephant Shit. is gonna be freed <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and first off, you go, that elephant has no fucking clue what to do in the wild yeah like i feel yeah, it's yeah. terrible that it's been in that zoo for so long but okay so that's the first thing they're like okay yeah the elephant's free to go and and <laughs> free, free to go free like, to go yeah you get your little uh, backpack <laughs> yeah <laughs> all the like stuff it. you you had when you came in a pair of tracky bottoms and a pair of cheap trainers <laughs> yeah 19 quid um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some backy, um, and, <laughs> and uh, and they go, no, uh, you know, we'll go one step further, we're gonna shut down the entire zoo, right? Which surely is a death sentence for every animal in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh God, shares, share pops up, and she, she's just like, oh, you guys, she can't move, she can't move her face or like her, her eyes or mouth, and she she thinks it's a great idea to start singing to um, the oh, elephant. No, she didn't. She looks like Michael, a female Michael Jackson. Oh no! She looks like a. Fi- I couldn't believe it. I was looking at it, going, "This is just a. If if you made if you had the Michael Jackson avatar and you clicked female instead of male, that's what Cher looked like. <laughs> Does she look like she sings in auto tune? She. <laughs> She looked like she was singing. She couldn't move her face. She had that much Botox. Oh, my God. On surgery, yeah. Fucking hell. Like, <laughs> constantly going, yeah, so just Like, sucking the saliva in every couple of seconds. Exactly. Times. It sounded like if you get bit in the face by a rattlesnake, and then you and then you try and sing something, and you can't feel your face. That's what she sounded Can like. Can we to the hospital, please? <laughs> yeah. Or oh, like <sighs> fucking, um, what's it called? Leonardo DiCaprio on loads of quaaludes on him. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's easy. Yeah, trying to get out of that Lamborghini. Yeah. He thinks he's, he's like, keeping it together. I'll just pick up the car and I'll make it downtown. And the guy's like, I'm sorry, I can't understand you. And he goes, mum, 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 mum. I love that. It's genius, it's isn't funny, it? It's funny, I love that's always a good thing in a movie where, like, what the character thinks or you know or sees compared to what is yeah. actually happening yeah that's yeah. always a good one jack but remember that stupid movie like uh, jack black and like tenacious d or something it was like a movie oh yeah he did make a and, film didn't he 
They did, yeah, the pick of destiny. They're trying oh, to get some right, rock and yeah. some like <laughs> sacred guitar pick. Um, but they they did that in there. There was like, you know, he's eating these mushrooms in the in the woods, mm. and you see he's floating down a lollipop river with oh, big, right, you know yeah. and then it just cuts and he's getting bashed down the rapids and <laughs> <laughs> he's going <laughs> <laughs> that's good man that's yeah. good so I believe last week we announced um, Assassin's was best screenplay Mr. Um, Frigo we emailed Mr. Frigo asking for, um, <laughs> for his address to send him a trophy and he hasn't got back <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame, I don't blame him. him. A couple of fucking weirdos with a podcast saying, "What? Where'd you live?" Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two Twelve uh, Van Dyke Street, <laughs> Bisbee, <yeah>. Arizona. <laughs> ten King Road. Yeah, ten. Yeah. <laughs> King Road. King um, Road. Bill Carr. <laughs> so. Anywho, oh, there's new partage next week, isn't there? This time, which uh, it was there okay, is. the last one. I'm, I'm hoping it's better, but anyway. Yeah, Anywho. I mean, I, I liked it, but we'll see. It was it was fine. It wasn't terrible, but, um, you know, we shall see. So I read the big score last week, which we both really enjoyed. Um, and uh, Jason got back to us. Um, he's he's he made a, um, I think he's actually shot one of his other his first screenplay. He said he posted a link on YouTube. I might um, stick a link to that on Twitter if he's if he's cool with us doing it. Yeah, I, nice. I had a quick quick watch, but it was quite long and been really busy. But it was like a um, like a sort of home DIY thing, like some guy making something in his own workshop, having a bit of a meltdown. It, it look it looked really funny. Yeah, but. Um, Obviously, the guy's talented. He's he's doing stuff. He's making stuff. You know, he doesn't need our help. But um, <laughs> exactly, well no, it was good to chat to him. Thanks, thanks for sending it, Jason. And um, um, no, it was it was good uh, good getting your emails and uh, knowing a bit more about you. So um, yeah, Absolutely. thanks very much, Defo. Defo. So I, I read that last week, which means your turn to go first this week, Stu. You read that first last week, so yeah, you're right. You're right. This week I'm going with the script you've sent me. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> Bobolution. Bobolution. Is that like revolution? I think so, but with bobbles. <laughs> What's that? Oh, whoa. It's by Vince Whirlwind. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was a Vince Whirlwind script. <laughs> oh, uh, Bobolution by Vince Whirlwind. Anything you want to tell me about this? Uh, or shall uh, I? It's quite short and it gets straight into what it's all about pretty pretty um, pretty swiftly. okay alright Bobolution uh, fade in internal office morning a neat office with a five story view Ooh. a framed PhD on one wall the intercom on the desk buzzes Dr. Parsons 40 answers as he studies his computer on one corner of the desk sits a bobblehead doll. Bobblehead, bobble, bobble, a bobblehead doll. A small scale of Clint Eastwood's Dirty Harry character. Oh, that's fine. I just saw bobbleheads in something. Have you got any bobbleheads? No. I've got one. Have you? I've got one bobblehead. Go on. It's a Fallout Pip Boy. Thumbs up, bobblehead. <laughs> that I got because I'm a fucking idiot and I spent. I spent £200 on a limited edition no! version of Fallout 4. 
<laughs> it came with came with a big stupid plastic toy thing and a bobblehead, and it cost me two hundred rips. <laughs> Is it still in its box? <laughs> I've got it out the box, like. Um, uh, but I, I'm a fucking moron. Yeah, that's great. It'll be worth some money one day, and then yeah, you, yeah. you look on eBay now. Whenever Fallout Four came out. And, they, and people are flogging them for like 20 quid and stuff. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I know. I think if you look at the, you know, the price of uh, the bobblehead from Fallout 4 and, and Bitcoin, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty uh, similar investments. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden. OK. Um, super. New York City, June. What does that mean? Not a clue. Super. It's like, an, it's like a scene set thing, isn't it? June 2019. Oh, I well, bet super means, um, you know, like it's a te- it's the 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 fucking uh, it's the words on the screen, you know, like grr, grr, Langley, Virginia, that shit. Oh right, right. But yeah, what, what's it referring to though? It's saying super, like it, that must mean words on screen, you know, like New York City, June twenty nineteen. Ah, uh, okay, right, yeah, 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 New York City, yeah, got yeah. It's like a scene setter. It was like okay. the easiest thing to say in the longest way possible. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Parsons. Parsons. Yes, Wendy. Miss Davis is here for her 10 a.m. appointment, doctor, says Wendy. Parsons. Thank you. Please send her in. Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, he takes the dirty Harry doll in one hand, always opens the drawer with the other. And pulls out a Batman bobblehead. Moves them around in a pretend combat. I thought he was going to hide it because he had a client coming in. <laughs> They've got Stalin, Mark. <laughs> yeah. They've got They're FDR. Not, yeah. <laughs> it's not, not for toys, my son. They're historical figures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stalin it, and It's FDR. for my son. He's a big deal. If the, he's a big fan of the New Deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, mate. Yeah, grabs a couple of Cybermen while you're up there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peep show. Oh, so spent, do you know, like, there's um, shops like that in, in Liverpool. And, I mean, I think there's, there's various types of them in different cities, but in Liverpool there's one called Forbidden Planet. Where Is that the sell- one on Bowl Street? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And um, the people who... Who work there are generally a bit wanky, and um, you, you feel a bit embarrassed. I buy nerdy shit anyway, but I just just buy it online. It's like, yeah, I'm, I, I feel like as if I'm buying a, you know, the way creepy people buying like sex toys and stuff. I, I'll I'll buy Fallout Four <laughs> bobbleheads and feel like, oh, I'll order it online because I don't want anyone to see me. Uh, <laughs> put it in a Tesco bag to take it home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, is that you coming out of uh, Forbidden Planet? Yeah, whatever buying, it's called, buying toys, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, investments. Um, <laughs> um, he moves them around and pretend combat. The door opens, and Sonia, Sonia, Sonia Davies enters. Twenty-five. <laughs> She's a blonde, stunning looks, and expensive what's, clothes. What's Sonia going to talk like, Stuart? One day. Uh, you want uh, you want egg in a burp? <laughs> the idea is you two are going into space. the The door opens and Sonia's there. Okay, Parsons, a, a, a hobby of mine. Yeah, I collect celebrity bobbleheads. 
my clients seem to like them too. You know, it's uh, it's therapeutic. Hey, whatever helps, right? <laughs> More power to the bobbleheads. <laughs> oh, an alien judge. <laughs> Golly, an alien judge. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> it's a joke knife. It's a joke knife. <laughs> Parsons. Exactly. So, Sonia. <laughs> Can't do it now. Uh, I've changed Sonia's. Uh, exactly. So, Sonia, how <laughs> may I help you today? Uh, suddenly, something hurtles through the window. Glass shatters and sprays across the carpet. A figure dressed in black rolls in to his feet. The stranger, he is 28, is handsome and buffed. Two baseball bats strapped across his back. Nice. I imagine like Duff Man or something, the way they describe him. <laughs> yeah, Duff Man, yeah. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live, says the stranger. Wait, that, no, that's not right. Uh, okay, I got it. Please step away from the bobbleheads. Sonia. Oh, wow. This is part of your treatment, Doctor? <laughs> I should say not. He looks like one of those basket-weaving vegan protesters. <laughs> yeah, I'll fix him. Fix he him? Pre- <laughs> yeah, I'll fix him. Vegan. He presses the intercom. Wendy! Can you send security in, please? We've got an intruder. Certainly, Doctor. Is it that peeping Tom again? Yeah. Uh, it's no. It's a bit of a madhouse, this doctor's surgery, isn't it? Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. Parsons. Uh, n- no, no, thank God. It's a vegan type by the look. Thank you. <laughs> Vegans don't burst through windows with baseball bats strapped to the back. No, they don't. No. No. Come on. Come on, vegans. Come on. Didn't they make veganism, like, protected? What? They, 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 the vegans got the same, like, you can, if you make fun of a vegan, it's a hate crime now. No, it's not. I think that, hold on. No, it's not. <laughs> Police record 172 vegan hate crimes in the last five years. Oh, God, Really? I think they wanted the same thing as religion or something. They wanted some protected state. I know. I know. Oh, I mean... I know. I mean, I it know. just belittles anything that is an actual hate crime, doesn't it? It, it sort of cheapifies yeah. everything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Okay. Well done, vegans. Um, <laughs> uh, two things. Two things. I'm not a bloody vegan. Oh, here we go. And I'm not here to harm you. I'm here to protect you from the bobblehead threat. Ah, so that's why the traffic was so bad. The fire, smoke, explosions, says Sonia. <laughs> yes, that's yes, right. Judgment Day, a la bobblehead, has finally arrived. And me and my organization are ready. <laughs> finally? Fucking hell. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Waiting for years. For bobolution. Bobolution! Oh. Um, so, so you're from the tax office, are you? Quips Parsons. Look, can we just... Oh, fuck. Take cover, both of you. On the desk, the tiny, dirty Harry turns towards Parsons, lifts its magnum. 
It fires a series of booming shots into his chest. He topples back over, blood flying in the air. That's it, it's done. Is that Parsons? It finished? Parsons is done. Okay, now. It's one voice I don't have to do anymore. <laughs> At the same time... Plenty Batman. sound effects, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> At the same time, Batman leaps forward to slice the Doctor's face with his Batarang. Batarang! Batman. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a Batman's boomerang. The Batarang. Oh, how did they come up with that name? Okay, now. Batarang. Batarang. You're going to tell me you've never heard of the Batwing now and the Batmobile? I've heard the Batmobile, sure. I love the um, um, the old, this is the 1950s um, Batman. Where, Adam uh, West, is it? The Adam West one, yeah. Where um, Batman gets foiled by getting a parking ticket in the Batmobile. It's, the fucking, <laughs> it's just yeah. fucking great. Yeah. It's so good. A parking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sonia watches in horror as Dirty Harry runs to the edge of the desk and aims at her. Wham! A baseball bat crunches the doll into a wall. Batman turns, sprints straight off the desk at the stranger and shoots a grappling gun. The hook bites into the stranger's arm. He grunts in pain before simply falling back, whipping the doll over his head and out of the window. A moment of silence. Oh, so he like flicked it like a whip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stranger. Bubba heads are getting craftier. Mm. <laughs> he helps Sonia to her feet, winces as he's put. <laughs> Mints and onions. He helps Sonia to her feet, <laughs> winces as he pulls the tiny grapple from his arm. I mean, that, must be, that must be tiny, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They survey the damaged office. Everything you said, the dolls are bent on killing us? Yes. We were able to track them across the city, but it's... Was it fate that I was here? Are our destinies entwined? This has gone like weird accent. <laughs> Stranger. Actually, actually, no. I had an appointment to see the doctor. He may be a fruitcake himself, but... He sure is good at dealing with man stuff. Man, man stuff. Man stuff. What, what's man stuff? Um, ectoplasm. <laughs> ectoplasm. No, it's not. I was thinking man cave things, which I always find that term <laughs> a load of shit. Because it just Ect- presumes that men are all into the same stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing like a, like a man fucking protection thing I don't take two fucks about protecting manhood and all that don't care for you but um, it's just presumed that everyone drinks like fucking Budweiser <laughs> and Fullers yeah Fullers I'm actually drinking a Budweiser right now are you really yeah I got I, I, I got a crate of them in the Costco I thought oh, I'll give them a go I haven't drank Budweiser in so long I like them because they got a twist cap mm. <laughs> nice one yeah. nice one so Yep. Nice. Real man. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the str- uh, it doesn't matter. I think we... Uh, it doesn't matter. I think we were meant to meet, says Sonia. The stranger studies her and smiles. He walks to the door and then looks back at her. Their eyes seem to meld. Hmm, having a moment. Mm. 
The door opens suddenly, hitting the stranger's head. He loses balance, falls over. Wendy, 23, hot blonde, walks in, followed by three huge security guards. So Wendy was the on the end of the buzzer, right? Yep. To Dr. Parsons. Uh, oh, sorry. Are you the... No, I didn't do her voice like that before. Oh, sorry. Are you the annoying vegan the doctor mentioned? <laughs> Why the fuck does everyone think I'm a vegan? Uh, because you... Oh, no. Did the doctor get a paper cut again? She doesn't see Parsons' body, but she notices Dirty Harry. The doctor's bobbleheads, says Wendy. What happened? I hope the rest of his collection is okay. Uh-oh. Fuck it out. She picks up the doll gently and heads to the closet. The guards grab the stranger and haul him up. Wendy, I beg you, please do not open that door. <laughs> oh, so to stop a bobblehead, you have to shut the door? Yeah. They're all, I mean, put them in a cupboard. He's got a, co- a collection of them and they're all safely contained away. What if they were boxed still? Well, yeah, they could be boxed, actually, yeah. Couldn't get out of that. That plastic. <laughs> um, the stranger struggles, but the guards are too strong. Typical vegan. <laughs> Telling us what to do, says Wendy. This guy, what's his name? Johnny Hurricane or something? He rubbed the air. Yeah. He's, like, he's, yeah. Got, he's got some fun against vegans, hasn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, man. Probably owns a uh, butcher's. <laughs> yeah. Probably got reported for a hate crime. <laughs> Stranger, no one ever listens to me. (laughs) Wendy opens the door. Bobbleheads roar out of the closet. Superman, Magneto, Wolverine, Woody, Spider-Man and Thor. (laughs) Wolverine. Wendy has time for another oh before she's sliced to bits by titanium claws. Can I call you Logan Weapon X? No, Wolverine, snickety, snickety, snoring. What he's doing is imitating Wolverine's berserker attack with his adamantium claws. Actually, I'm not even into this shit, but I know his claws were made of adamantium. Yes, I think you'll find it's adamantium claws. Uh, Uh, Adamantium grafted onto bone, so fuck you. Right? Yeah. I know that because I watched Green Wing. Do you remember that? That Doctor's... uh, thing with Stephen Mangan. I've um, never seen that, you know. Yeah. They mentioned it in that, so it just stuck with me. There you go. <sighs> Did you watch um, like that Key and Peele character, uh, Wendell? Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, have you watched much of Key and Peele? Have I spoke to you about that? this? No. Sketcho? Oh, it's got to be the best, funniest sketcho I've ever seen. It has to be. It's just so good. It's it's Jordan Peele, um, who wrote and directed... Us and um, oh really? And Get Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just as like a comedy guy, and um, Keegan Michael Key is who's in like loads of stuff as well. Just to, just just with the best fucking sketch show. And he does a uh, Jordan Peele does this like character called Wendell, and he's like phones up a pizza place, and uh, it pans around the room, and he's like massive with like a big ponytail, and he's got like every single like. Um, <laughs> action figure you can imagine of like the highest price and like the highest rarity and he's ordering himself a pizza but pretending that he's having a party because he's ordering himself four pizzas <laughs> but there's so many good sketches like oh man where to start fucking hell alright Wendell 
Jordan Peele. Just, just, just Google Kim, Kim Peele and just YouTube and just your way through them all. There's, there's so many good ones. All right. Vildu. Adamantium. Titanium claws. The stranger elbows one guard in the gut. Ugh. Knees another in the balls. Ugh. Dives to one side. The third guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the third guard cops Superman's fiery eyes in the chest, and his suit bursts into flames. Oh, wait! Can Superman do that? Yeah, he's got laser beam eyeballs. Okay. The other two are easy prey to Thor's hammer. Oh, jeez. The stranger circles as the dolls continue to attack the guards. Then he wades in with his baseball bats. Spider-Man goes flying into the ceiling. Thor is hit out of the window. The stranger never stops moving, blocking the fire rays, claws and fists. With a wooden bat. (laughs) With his baseball bats, right. Soon, only Magneto is left. Magneto pins the stranger and slowly rotates him in the air over to where Wolverine's claws are sticking up from the floor. Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) The stranger gives his all, but it's no use. Just before the magnets are released, though, the claws are kicked away by Sonya. Magneto hesitates. The stranger slumps to the floor, and Sonya rushes in to swing a bat at the doll, crumpling it into tiny bits. All right. Are you all right? Asks Sonia. Yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for saving me just now. Thought I was kebab meat. He stands up and surveys the carnage. <laughs> the cleaners won't be happy tonight. <laughs> arf, arf. Arf. <laughs> I still can't believe all of this. We got suspicious when B-grade celebrity dolls began selling. Which celebrities... Robert Pattinson and Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, yeah, to make did, sense. Did you see the pictures of Ben Affleck and him getting driven to rehab in 2018? Oh no. It was like, um, obviously, he let, was in me, a, let me look, let me look. He was in a bad way. Um, oh man. He's in a seriously bad way. But his face looks like, imagine the worst hangover you've ever had in your entire life and times it by a thousand. <laughs> God, look at him. He looks like he's been on one hell of a bender, man. Holy shit. What was he into rehab for? I think it was just, just drink, you know. I believe um, it was his partner. He was um, They've split off now, but she's like, she was dead good. Dead good with him. Oh, God. Dead well-known actress. Jennifer Garner. That's the one. He was due to... They might have just been friends, actually. He was used to start shooting. And everything was ready. Everything was ready to go. And then Ben Affleck just took the knock big time. Hmm. And um, she begged him and said, look, he'll get clean this, that, the other, and he'll start shooting. And he did. And he actually managed to get through the whole really? shoot like, shortly after fucking rehab. Oh, my completely insane. It just got me thinking about all the worst hangovers I've ever had. And you think, oh, man, I've never oh felt... God. Probably never felt that bad, though. I don't know. I've been, I've been pretty close. <laughs> close to the edge. Not rehab level, but... Um, no, just a bad hangover. Just the worst hangover. Like, a whole day was a write-off yeah. the next day. Like, yeah. It involved a party I... <laughs> uh, the night started in the old part of Tel Aviv. Right, Tel Aviv. <laughs> with a up. bottle of tequila 
And I remember the worm got involved at some point. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah. Authentic, proper tequila. Yeah. It was a New Year's Eve as well. Oh, um, so, like, I don't, I can't imagine being out of my mind. Oh, no, no, no. I remember, I remember everything about it. That's the thing. I wasn't like, I never, get, I never drink to that level. It's weird actually thinking about it now, talking about, because I remember every, everything that happened. You know where we went every, mm. but the next day was just a serious write-off. It was the worst hangover. No way. But it's all it's all dehydration, right? Yeah, I think I think a lot of it, a lot of it is. I mean, I can't imagine that though. I think I've I've had some pretty nasty ones, but they've probably been when I've been coming back home after them and then being dealing in my own bed with the, with the the raging hangover. I can't imagine being somewhere like dead or familiar, like Tel Aviv or something, and then. Being on a mad bender. Although I did go on a mad one and me mate stag do in Newcastle and I had to get the train back the next day and I honestly felt like there's someone would have said to me, uh, okay, so what you've got to terminal, you've got ten minutes to live. I would have said, Okay, thanks. Sure, sure I do. Yeah, thanks. it feels like that's okay. <laughs> that, felt, that's fine. Know, I'm fine just, with that. I'm just gonna shut my eyes. Yeah, that's fine, thank you. Yeah, and that that, that fucked me up as well, because I'm grabbing any bottle of water I can. I didn't know the fucking Evian was like twenty dollars a bottle. What? I was like, um, 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 um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just like credit card bills like three hundred dollars, and you're like, oh like, yeah, huh? uh, yeah, well, rehydrate. Oh man, poor Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. I'd like a Ben Affleck bobblehead. <laughs> now that makes sense. Now what? Is there any hope for mankind? The stranger takes the bat from her hand, sheaths it, and does the same with the other bat. He takes her hand. There's always hope. Never forget that. And come with me. He sweeps in for a kiss. Oh. Mm. They part lips. Embrace. So you are John Connor, leading the resistance, asks Sonia. <laughs> I guess I am. He opens the door, and the chaos from the street is loud. Do you think that one day in the future, Bobblenet might send back a Bobblenator to kill you? <coughs> okay. Bring it down, if they do. Yeah, <laughs> fighting a naked Arnie doll would be cool. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. They walk through to the reception no. area. You don't want to fight naked Arnie, so I <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Now, they walk through to the reception area, closing the door. The camera moves over to the window, showing the apocalypse outside. Bobblehead dolls swarming over groups of humans. Sonia. I'm Sonia, by the way. Yeah, I'm happy to keep going with the stranger title, but for the record, my real name is Robert. And please, no puns. I do not answer to Bob. The end. Mm. It's been 15 years. Is that, your, is that your bobblehead? What? I've no, just that, looked up. That's a Ben Affleck bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the one you bought. No, that's Ben okay. Affleck bobblehead yeah. with a humongous oh, face nice. ass. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> with me going uh. quiet for 10 seconds during that screenplay, Google and Ben Affleck bobbleheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. 
He must have a couple of bobbleheads. He's played a couple of superheroes, hasn't he? Yeah, I'd like to. I'm sure, like, the, from the Jay and Silent Bob times, there's gonna be. Oh, yeah, fucking hell. Like... Oh, man, he's been through. He's, he's had some career, hasn't he? Few, yeah. He's had, he's had quite a few ups and downs. Yeah. It really has. Oh, you can get a custom, custom bobblehead. You just have to send photos. Of yourself? Of anyone. Fucking hell, how much is that costing? 56 quid. What? Actually, it's, not, it's not 200 quid, is it? Nah. Oh, yeah, Ben Affleck was, um, was Batman, wasn't he? He was Batman. Um, I think Robert Pattinson's playing the next Batman, isn't he? You mentioned that last week, I think. You said um, the security guard in Liverpool with the... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Batman, with the, guy the real Batman turned up. The real Batman showed up. And I only clocked it later when I was, um, when I was listening. But no, I didn't know Robert Pattinson was, uh, is the new Batman. Christian, Christian Bale is my Batman. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, right? fantastic. That's my Batman right there. Yeah, he was, he was very good. Uh, Michael Keaton was great though as well, wasn't he? He was good, but he was um, he was of that time when, you know, Piers Brosnan was Bond. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. You know, yeah. I I, I rewatched those Batman films, the the Tim Burton ones. Yes. And and they are good, but I I didn't realise how sort of um, sort of like camp and theatrical and over the top they were, and the the, the comic right. book films, you know. And I know that yeah. like. Comic book films have got, are supposed to have gotten a bit dark and are more serious and stuff nowadays. But I, in the back of my mind, I always saw them as the best. But right, um, right. The, the good, but, you know, the, the, I, I think I remember them being better than they were. Like, Blade was on the other night. It was a classic situation. I've done it so many times. I think you've done this. Where I said to, said to my partner, oh, Blade's on. This is the best <laughs> film ever. Sit and watch Blade now. It's fantastic. And I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, this yeah. is fucking awful. Bit embarrassed what you just said, yeah. Yeah. It's so bad. It was really, really bad. And then Blade does his thing. I was like, okay, yeah, but the MB when Blade t- like <laughs> starts killing all the vampires and like, I was like, oh, what even this? Uh, it's shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic. You got to be careful recommending films that you haven't watched in the last five years, haven't you? I know, like The Equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I did. I said, I turned around. I was like. They're going to have a showdown at B&Q, aren't they? It's going to happen. <laughs> cool I just they know are. it. Cool they are. I watched um, the Bob Odenkirk Nobody recently. Really? Um, it was actually quite good. Genuinely quite good. I think it's right up your alley, Stu. Defo. Yeah. You know, like, um, you're you're sympathetic to, a, um, to a, an action flick. Like, you know what I mean? You're, you're not going to sit there and try and sort of pull it apart and critique it. You're just going to enjoy it for what it is. I'm just going to just let it wash over me, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I'd watch but, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it on on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's um, basically, it's dead dead self-aware. It's like Taken, but it's really self-aware. <laughs> you know, and it knows it's kind of a, a bit silly, but he, he, he pulls it off. He really does. Bob Odenkirk does a great I job. Like, yeah, I like that they're like giving Bob those kind of roles because he's great. Mm. He's awesome. Oh, he's brilliant. He's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Like he's he's really sort of um because he he's fifty eight. I didn't realise he's been going for such a long time as like like a um, like a sketch like comedy. Loads dude. of good comedy and and stuff like um, I know Conan make, makes reference to him from like 
you know, you hear him talking to about comic writers for SNL and that kind of stuff, and Bob's yeah. name came up a bunch in the past. Um, well, yeah. Who was his comedy partner? Was it? Is it, is it David they did Cross? that sketch. They did that sketch together. That sketch show together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, him, him, and David Cross. And David Cross went on to be probably more successful for a while. And then Bob Bob Odenkirk's obviously just career's just gone insane, hasn't it? Yeah. Saul. I'm pleased for him. I think Better Call Saul's great. It's so good. So good. Aye, aye. Okay, so Boba Lucian. That so Boba Lucian, yeah. That was, um, I enjoyed, you know, I had fun. It was silly. It was fun. It was silly, but it was fun. It wasn't, it wasn't badly written. It wasn't a bad screenplay. It was, um, it was funny. Yeah. Uh, introduced his characters. Um, I don't know. You could make a good, like, animated, <laughs> like, yeah. five, five minute thing, right? Yeah, absolutely right. I think it could, it could actually work as an um, like have a, a reasonably big budget sketch in a sketch show. You know, if right. you can condense it down, then it's just like you know, it's just all gone a little bit south sort of thing. Yeah, I think that could be quite fun. through my emails here. Stu, you've sent me a script mm. called mm. The, King, the King and I. Mm. Mm. Now, there's already a film called The King and I. I've got a feeling it's not going to be this one. <laughs> <laughs> By Joshua Lederman. Lederman. Right. Okay. Um, I'll say a rom-com, maybe. Okay. Uh, there's a couple. You'll, you'll, we'll get to that. And... Uh, <laughs> and uh, well, let's just let it let it do its thing. Okay. Yeah. Romantic yeah. com. <laughs> Fade in. Internal restaurant night. Sitting at a table for two are Pete and Holly. They are near the end of their meal. While Pete finishes his food, Holly fidgets with her glass, waiting for the right moment to speak. Pete notices her uneasiness. Pete, what's wrong? Is everything all right? Holly, no, nothing's wrong. Nothing wrong. Pete, was it the food? Was, was, was there a problem with the food? Holly, the food was fine, Pete. It's just... Pete puts down his fork, gives it his full attention. What is it, babe? Tell me. Holly, Pete, are you married? Oh. Pete, choking. <clears throat> what? Married? <laughs> of course not. What gave you that idea? Because if you are, I swear to God, I, I just can't take that. Holly clutches her knife tightly. <laughs> Calm down, Holly. Calm down. Why would you think I'm married? We've been dating for three months now, and you've never once taken me to your apartment. We're always going back to my place, so I figured you must be hiding something. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not hiding anything. I think Pete's hiding something. <laughs> right? Yeah. Pete begins to sweat. Uh, takes a drink of water. Have, have I spoke to you about that sketch show? Uh, I think that you should leave. Yes, It's on you Netflix. Have. You have, oh, you have. Oh, it's so good. It's That's so good. So like, funny. It's quite hit and miss. It reminds me of that sketch where um, 
he's on, he's having like a really good date, and um, the woman he was, he was on a date with yeah, eating all the fully loaded nachos, just clearing all the good ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, ch- the chatting away, you can see his eyes just like shooting down. So he goes to the waiter, the waiter, and goes, "Look, excuse me, I'm having a date with a woman. Um, can you just tell her not to eat all the fully loaded nachos? Tell them that, that the restaurant's got a policy." And so the guy comes over and then he, he just totally denies it. It's like, what? What? what, what why, why would you tell me about this? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I just saw you get up, go speak to the waiter for ages. And then when you come back, he just comes right over and tells me <laughs> to stop it. There's some really good sketches on that. Uh, okay. Holly, I dated this guy a few years ago. Same thing. Turns out he's got a wife, kids, dog. Swimming pool. Whoa. It's the Augazoid. <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Yeah. R- Russell. <laughs> Not again. Never again. I need to see where you live. Can't be dating the Augazoid again. Augazoid. <laughs> she stares at him, peering into his soul. Pete, nervously. Sure. No problem. I didn't even realise that we'd never. <laughs> okay, let me go. Let me go pay the bill and, and we'll go. He swallows hard. Can I just ask a question? You, you, those people that have other families, Mm. how the fuck have they got the time for that? I've got one wife and the kids, (laughs) and and I barely have time to, you know, I can't take a shit in peace (laughs) without someone hammering on the door or, you, you know... Yeah. How I, do I'm they have you. a whole? And I, my job, I, I can travel for a living. You know, I'm, I'm traveling around. I'm working. I'm doing stuff. Not as much as I used to. I just don't understand how they do it. I know. I know. It's baffling, isn't it? There's, there's loads, there's loads of questions. But then, but that one does kind of jump out as well, doesn't it? Like, right? You know, like I've got one family, and I even get me sleep disturbed like so me me waking hours are jam packed and me sleeping hours are pretty much disturbed quite a lot as well <laughs> right don't don't even get any peace when i'm in bed and no. like the the whole just the practical thing like the names like yeah getting all the names mixed up and the the dog you know <laughs> did you read like, the um, psychopath test no oh it's great it's john john ronson psychopath test and it goes into detail of a case like that, where uh, this one guy had a different family, um, and it turned out he was poten- potentially a psychopath, and that explains why he was able to keep all of the names and all that sort of thing. Really? But he convinced this woman that he was a secret agent. Oh, oh! And the way he did it was like really comprehensive and dead, dead. Um, like he. he, he <laughs> Put so I can't tell into. you. I can't tell you what I'm doing, and but it was like, oh God, okay, I'm going to such and such a place. Um, here's a phone. If you're worried about me, phone this number. This is like the guy, like the buffer between me. You won't be able to contact me. This guy's a buffer. <laughs> He'll phone this is you, his mate. And it's his mate, and it's but it's dead like convincing as well. And like the the, the level of detail it goes into, and the woman's describing it, and the level of detail that this guy went into was fucking astounding honestly. so you see it so if like if she wanted to ever get in contact with him she'd call his cab driver mate or something <laughs> who whenever that mobile rang he had to answer it with like like the cover or whatever shit 
Yeah. Oh God, who is it this time? But he, he even had his parents <laughs> in on the job. Who lived in this massive house in the country, oh and she God. went and visited his parents. And his parents kept up the facade as well. But Are he had serious? loads of different families. On it. you, you gotta read the book. Gotta read the book anyway. All right, but, I will. I will. I will. But this particular case is just astonishing. Like it really is. I'm gonna stick it on my Audible because I'm lazy and I've got a credit. Oh, I, I listen to a lot of audio books. Yeah, anyway. yeah. No, it's great. Honestly, I, um, it's I highly recommend. And I think there's, I think there's about six or seven different cases, and they're all, you know, completely batshit. But John Ronson's just a great writer, anyway. He's, he writes dead funny and talks himself down a lot and stuff, even though he's brilliant, doesn't he? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Done. But that—that's the, the only explanation I can think of is why you would like live a double life and have two families, as if you're a psychopath and you're able right. to do that, you know? Right. Yeah, he needed the variety. Yeah, that's right. So Pete swallows hard. He's been, looks a bit reluctant um, for Holly to go back to his place. I think he is hiding something. Okay. Mm. Internal apartment building, hallway night. Pete and Holly walk down the hall and stop in front of one of the doors. Pete, well, this is it. <laughs> Holly stares at him, shifting her weight anxiously. He takes his keys out of his pocket, slides a key into the lock, Closes his eyes, Jesus. takes a deep breath, and turns the key. I can't wait to see what's in here now, myself. It just makes me think of that Louis C.K. thing about like what a leap of faith it is for a woman to go on a date with a man. Yeah. Because he might just kill you. <laughs> and him saying that as well, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Louis yeah. C.K. Yeah. telling you that the biggest threat to women is men. It's men. Yeah. Yeah. And we all went, yeah, that's right, yeah, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, he oh, was right. Oh, oh, you meant... Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, go on. Yeah. I've I've, had to, I've got so close to him quoting Louis C.K. Because I used to quote him as much as I quote Alan Partridge. And you just have to... It just catches in your throat, doesn't it? <laughs> like, it does. I do, I do think twice. Yeah, man. Internal apartment living room night. The door opens. Pete steps in and flicks on the lights. The apartment is small, but cosy, completely normal. Not a single thing out of the ordinary. Pete takes a cautious step forward, looking around nervously. Before he can say anything, Holly brushes past him into the apartment. She's not messing around. She looks around, finding nothing. Finally, she calms down. See? No wife, no kids, no dog. Feeling better? (laughs) <laughs> Holly stares for a moment then she grabs him kisses him yanks him down onto the couch you're so hot right now <laughs> um thanks they continue making out suddenly Holly screams and pushes Pete off her oh here we go <laughs> she sits upright Pete looks standing across the room silhouetted in the moon like come on fuck off <laughs> What? I just scanned her head. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Standing across the room, silhouetted in the moonlight, coming through the window is Elvis Presley. Oh. <laughs> He's wearing only boxes in a bathroom. <laughs> he stares for a moment and then goes into the kitchen. I'm thinking of, like, in his prime Elvis. Okay, it's like a, a virile young man. Um, well, yeah, I mean, he's got the dressing gown, he's successful, but he's not yet, he's not yet, like... A sweaty toilet. mess. To- right, 
jumpsuit Elvis, right? <laughs> Pete. Oh, God. Holly, what the? Pete. Oh, God. Holly, was that? Pete, that's my roommate. But that was... Yes, Elvis Presley is my roommate. <laughs> it's a really, really long story. The king isn't dead. <laughs> the king's alive. Alive. But he's... Isn't he? He's a she. He's a she. she. <laughs> Pete, no, he's not. He's just here. Hang on one sec. I'll be right back. Go, go tell Elvis. <laughs> Elvis just fucked off into the kitchen. Yeah. Pete gets up. Goes. How old was Elvis be now, by the way? Oh man. Oh god, that's a good question. The guy fought in the Second World War. Eighty-six. Oh really? Oh. He died okay. when he was forty-two. He would be yeah. eighty-six. Or, or, or did he? Did he die? Yeah, but he would still be eighty-six. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not eternally forty-two, unless he's eternally forty-two and he's the aliens got hold of him or something. You never know. You never know. Speaking of aliens, Stu, actually, fucking hell, what a segue. <laughs> it's a Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Angels and uh, what? Tom DeLonge. Oh, man. I didn't even, I forgot all about Tom DeLonge until I talked about aliens. Um, okay, here we go. Let me Wikipedia Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Tom DeLonge uh, has spent most of the last 10 years investigating aliens and... Cryptozoology. <laughs> like you said last week, we'll just we'll just preface this. You said last week you every time you Google Tom Delonge yeah. to find out what he's up to, you're never disappointed. Ever. <laughs> Ever. And it's uh it goes from the you know, the highs, like um researching aliens <laughs> to the lows. You know, his <laughs> his uh, devastating painkiller addiction. Oh god, I know fucking hell. Well, that Angels and Airwaves album slash film that he wrote. <laughs> the first one was Love and then Love Part 2 about an astronaut that falls in love with planet Earth on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's a man on a lot of fucking drugs. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's be perfectly honest. And then he's been mm-hmm. investigating aliens. And he What's he found book. out? Absolutely shit all. <laughs> he's investigating... Bigfoot and all that stuff as well. <laughs> we should get him on the podcast. <laughs> we should get him on the podcast. Fucking hell. Uh, I actually, um, when we were talking about it the other day, because, you know, it's no secret, I used to be a ma- massive fan of Blink-182, listen to a lot of stuff at the time. And um, the whole toilet humour thing, which coincided with, like, American Pie and stuff, and, you know, the whole, like, bro sort of frat boy stuff. Yeah. Like, Blink-182 was, like, the soundtrack to that. You watch American Pie now and it's just fucking horrific. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just it's just awful. But I was dead into it back in the day and stuff like that. And then I put on him. Um, there's a song, Blink-22, one of their biggest well-known songs. It's a song called Man Overboard. We were referencing it last week. That's why I listened to it. It was part of a live album. So we just put that live album on, which I bought and listened to on repeat. And it's basically him talking about his dick. Yeah. But then he refers to the crowd as kids. So he's like, okay, kids, 
So how you doing, kids? And uh, and when after each song, it's like high pitched scream. So it is full of kids. You go. So I play with my wiener. It's kind of like bent to the right. What do you think, kids? (laughs) It's just like. Oh my god! I never got to that. But you're right. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Like he's talking about his dick in front of a load of twelve year olds. Hey, you know what we're gonna do tonight? A whole lot of fucking. We're all gonna get laid. Excuse me? Hello, kids. If you guys will take off your pants, then maybe I'll be a little bit more happy. I want to have fun with you, but I'm going to have to see your dick. This song is about love. Let's give it up for love. I'll tell you what I love. You know what the best part of falling in love is? Sex. It's the oral sex. That's Pleasure. Right. So throughout the show, you will see me getting sexier and sexier as it gets hotter and hotter. You know? Boobies! Bad. you are too young. You're way too young. I was inspecting my testicles for weird bumps. That, that's what you say. That's what you say. If your parents ever catch you, I wasn't masturbating, I was just cleaning it and it went off. I'm just doing an oral sex to the stage, please. And I want all you kids to know that I'm going to think of every single one of you tonight when I'm all alone inside my bunk. Starting with you. <laughs> I'm starting with you. <laughs> the god. Oh my god! But I, I listened to it as a seventeen-year-old, just thought, "Ha ha, that's dead funny. That's fine." That must be what grown-ups in bands do, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I know that album. What was it? Take off your pants and shit. Was that it? No, the live album. It was the live album, and they, they do like that. devil voice, and, and I mean, it's just like stupid, like totally human and whatever. And then he went out to do more serious work, like Love and Love Part 2. And he wrote a book called Poet Anderson of Nightmares. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> emo-tastic. Like, oh, man. Uh, did you get your Angels and Airwaves tattoo removed? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Nice. Honestly, honestly, Tom DeLong, man. Well, let's make a point of checking in with Tom every couple months. I think we should. I think we should. Uh, he's, he's been a little, little bit quiet throughout lockdown. He, he's been, I think he's written loads of additions to the Poet Anderson series. All right. But um, that's what he's doing at the minute. And you know, it's like the man was like really good at making really, really upbeat, really major key, like two and a half minute songs with nice harmonies and little, little guitar yeah. parts. You could play. He was really, really yeah. good at that. You know, Great those songs songwriter. are good songs, you know. I still listen to them. Like, I'll throw Dude Ranch on from start to finish and still really enjoy it and stuff. Yeah. You know, the man was like talented and then right. convinced himself he could do everything else as well. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. You can it. <laughs> right. Elvis is bent over looking inside the refrigerator. <laughs> Pete walks in. Pete. I thought you had plans tonight. What are you doing here? I've got to do Elvis voice now. You have to. You have to. Hey, they, uh, they fell through, decided to stay in. Is that the girl you've been seeing, Petey? Petey! Petey. I don't know what Elvis talks like. I know what he sings like, though. Oh, he he talks like that, yeah. (laughs) Don't even think about it. You stay away from it, got it? Uh, Relax, hombre, I got it, jeez. Just stay in your room until she leaves, please. Elvis nods. Pete goes to leave. Hey, Pity, you gonna eat this Chinese? <laughs> Kings on the scrounge. <laughs> yeah. No, go to your room. Go to your room, Elvis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pete goes back to the living room. Hey, uh, alright, chicken chow mein is now a chicken chow mine. 
That's a good line. Right? Internal apartment, living room, night. Pete sits back down on the couch. Holly just stares. When I was a little girl, I had the biggest crush on Elvis. Pete, I love you. <laughs> Holly, Her crush is next door. <laughs> just uh. thinking about the way he shakes those hips. Holly, did you hear me? I love you. She stares at him. What? You what? Elvis walks into the room, leans up against the door. So now I'm, I'm, I'm imagining like like 25-year-old lean Elvis looking all kind of like, looking it good. Yeah, he ain't the 84-year-old Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, right? it, it makes sense if he's like, you know, young Elvis. With those gold-rimmed glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. You know, oh, oh God, what was the movie where Elvis, was it Leaving Las Vegas? I've not seen an Elvis film, you know. It was like Nicolas Cage was talking to Elvis. Mm. Like, he kept showing up and, like... Oh, sorry, it's it's not an Elvis film. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, is it True Romance? It's True Romance. Oh, shit, I have seen True Romance. I can't remember that, though. Long time ago. Yeah, man. True Romance. Elvis keeps showing up and, like, hey, I think you should do this. You know? No way. Yeah. It's like an imaginary friend sort of thing. Yeah, I think so. I'm a vampire. <laughs> Holly sees Elvis and smiles and waves. Elvis nods back at her. Pete, oh God, no. <laughs> Pete thinks fast, drops down on one knee. Marry me. I know I, I haven't got much, but I love you. Marry me. <laughs> Holly looks at him and then back at Elvis. Elvis shaking his head. Oh no! <laughs> he knows. He does. Come on, Petey, let her go. <laughs> let it go. To you. Uh, he just knows. Holly stares right into Pete's eyes. I'm sorry, Pete. She kisses him on the cheek. Oh, on the cheek. Yeah. Gets up, <laughs> goes over to Elvis. Second door on the left, I'll be right in. <laughs> oh no! It's happened again! <laughs> He's a smooth uh, guy, Elvis, isn't he? Yeah. You know? Holly nods, brushes his robe with her hand, <laughs> and disappears down the hall. Peter's still on one knee, stunned. Elvis walks over and sits on the couch. I can't believe this is happening. Come here, man, grab a seat. Pete sits down on the couch. Why? Why? Every single time? Why? Why here? <laughs> it was again. Back up there, Chief. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm gonna be like a New York accent now. Your, your day will come. I'm turning into fucking Rocky Balboa now. Tony Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> day will come. You'll find true love soon enough. Trust me, I know. I wrote like a hundred songs about it. Oh man, this accent. Here, you can have the Chinese. Please, you can have the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis puts the food carton on the coffee table gets up and starts heading to the bedroom stops Elvis oops almost forgot he heads over to the fridge takes out a can of whipped cream sprays it into his mouth and walks towards the bedroom surprised he's not fixing himself a Denver loaf (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, dead of a loaf. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? An Elvis loaf or something? Do, 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 do. Envelope recipe. Wasn't that like a whole loaf of bread stuffed with peanut butter and bacon and cheese and then deep fried? Just you, wait. Fool's gold loaf known as a Denver loaf. Let's have a look, let's have a look. Preparation. <laughs> Elvis's connection. So it is, it's an entire loaf scooped out, filled with as much bacon as you can put in it. Nice. Peanut butter and cheese and then deep fried the whole thing. There you go. I knew it. And they found a couple, couple of a dozen of them compacted into clay-like substance inside Elvis's stomach when they cut him open. <laughs> no. Apparently it was like clay when they did the autopsy. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, it was bad. He wasn't shitting, was he? He was probably on all kinds of opiates. Yeah, man. No, actually, no, no. It was all all fake, it's all false. Because he's in Pete's apartment, sure. Pete's apartment? With his mouth full of whipped cream. Muffle. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Goes into the bedroom. (laughs) Pete sits on the couch alone, stunned, defeated. Then, a little less conversation (laughs) can be heard playing. A little less conversation, a little more action from the bedroom. Pete, every time, every single time, sits on the couch, the credits appear, white on a black screen. (laughs) The end. There you go. Uh, Okay, well read. He's a proper smooth customer, Elvis, isn't he? I know, just like, come on, Pete. You know, she's not gonna. Yeah. I know, she knows. Come on. Yeah. Second door on the left. <laughs> See you in a minute, yeah. You know. Yeah. He's a smooth guy, isn't he? The king. The king, the man. King. I mean, he's he's not called the king for nothing, is he? No. Seriously. <laughs> Crazy man. That was a really good script. That was loads of fun. It well, was. It was you. good, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Plenty fun. Plenty fun. Plenty fun. Uh, I'll just finish off with uh, seven fascinating facts about Elvis. Okay. Elvis had a twin. Did he? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, uh, J- uh, Jesse. <laughs> Google and Elvis facts now. Apparently, Elvis was in Home Alone. There's <laughs> a picture. Was he? With Trump. Just sent you, yeah, with Trump. <laughs> Elvis and Donald Trump. I've just sent you a picture of Elvis as an extra in Home Alone. Whoa! Does actually look like him? No way! Dad looks He's looking like straight into the camera. He is, isn't he, as well? Oh, like you, like oh my you, god, you that is what... Me, <laughs> that's what you'd think Elvis would look like. Yeah, it is actually what you would think. It's like saying bone structure and stuff. He's but, like George you know, Clooney age. Yeah, yeah, big beard. I mean, you know, if Elvis was on the set of Home Alone, I'm pretty sure someone would have known about it at the time. Yeah, John Hughes or... You see John Candy there in the background. That's in the yeah. airport, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. The, uh, it's the polka, polka. She has to sit in that van with them for like seven hours. <laughs> the Kenosha Pol- Kickers? The Kenosha Kickers, the Polka Kings, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. There he is, Elvis in Home Alone. You got any more Elvis facts, Stu, before we wrap it up? Um, um, hold on. Uh... Uh, nope, all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, I think he, am I wrong in thinking that he got, and this isn't on the website here, did he, he get like 
a special FBI badge from Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> Dunno. I think I read that. Hold on. FBI Elvis. Didn't he Oh, Elvis volunteered FBI. No, who the fuck was it? Somebody Elvis meets Nixon. Yeah. It's an embellished account of the true story of the American singer Elvis meeting President Richard Nixon. Hmm. I'm looking at a, a, like a mockumentary here, but I'm sure, and I might have fucked up, but I'm, I was pretty sure um, that he asked to be an undercover agent or something. And what? Nix, Nixon granted authority to give him like a special badge for DEA or something. Or the, because he was a fan or something. <laughs> right? Come on. Yeah. That, that's crazy. I think Nix, didn't Nixon do it because he... He wanted to be cool or something to oh, say how Elvis is. Presley showed an interest in acquiring a Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs badge. And Murphy suggested that Presley write to Nixon. He wrote the <sighs> ne- letter. It was delivered to the White House. He met the president. I mean, if you're anyone else. Is like, that right? Did that happen? Is it, is or just it, bullshit all that? I don't know, but let's just pretend it happens too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. It's for the interest of the conversation. Right. Um, if that did happen, then it's it's some some man goes, I want to be a cop. I want to be yeah, an FBI. Yeah, it's like Andy yeah. Dwyer from fucking Parks and Recreation wants to be a cop and roll around <laughs> with a gun and stuff like, just make believe. Yeah, and then, but, but Because he's the world's best-selling artist or something like that, then the president makes it happen. That's, that's and to be a, a drug officer he was doing all the drugs <laughs> he was doing all the drugs and all the Denver loaves at one point wasn't he <laughs> uh, that'll so, finish you off Presley was rumoured to have appeared in the background of an airport scene in 1990 Home Alone as we've just been speaking about yep people started investigating it and, and questioning people who made the film why fake your own death and then turn up in an extra popular movie mm. to the point where the, the, uh, the uh, dug, dug up they dug up he did a bit of digging and tried to find who the extra actually was. Oh, and and he was some guy who's just been in loads of Chris Columbus films. And <laughs> really, Chris Colum- um, in an interview in USA Today, they asked Chris Columbus about it. And Chris Columbus said, "If Elvis was on set, I would have known." So they actually asked him about it. <laughs> oh god, that's great. That's the, that's the thing with rumors and conspiracy theories, isn't it? Like you know, you have to entertain these people in this yeah. shite. Yeah. And they are these internet sleuths. They just come up with their own version of whatever happened. And then once they get disproved wrong, some of them are like, well, I still think there's some, you know. No. no." It's like poor old Paul McCartney has to answer in probably every other interview he does. And people can wake up the courage. Are you really Paul McCartney or are you the fake one? Yeah, for God's sake. (laughs) The poor man has to convince people that he's actually who he is. Yeah, yeah. And I can, uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Buzz Aldrin punched someone once? Oh, they were like, yeah. You never went to the, like, all that work, all that, you know, his whole yeah. life, and di- he did it, and then some moron, flat earther. It's, it's not like, real. You can't, it's yeah. a cover up, it's <laughs> yeah. a whole yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The best response to that sort right? of statement ever, just getting absolutely laid out by Buzz Aldrin. That's, That's pretty cool in itself. It is, yeah. Oh, well, I got sparked up by Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Oh, man, who did that to you? <laughs> Buzz yeah, Aldrin. Yeah, maybe I think he probably did go to the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Oh, very good. Okay, well written. The King and I by... King and I. Joshua It's a good name. Good good title. Right? King and I. I'm in this apartment now. It's Elvis. I'm eating some Chinese food. It's Elvis. Wearing a loose bathrobe. It's Elvis. Got what a handsome dude. It's Elvis. If it keeps happening, why can't he move out? True. But, you know, it wouldn't make for an interesting screenplay, would it? (laughs) If Petey just moved out and had a successful relationship. Yeah, there's the conflict. You know, that's that's why things are good, isn't it? You know, conflict Mm -hmm. is what makes something interesting, like... Damn right. Indeed. Right, that was fun, Stu. You've inspired me to drink beers. I'm going to bid you uh, farewell and go and crack open a can of beer. It's a crafty one. Got a Denver loaf cooking downstairs, so... Uh, just bubbling yeah. away and surrounded in fat. Next week, we will talk about... Yeah, if I survive that long. Um, next <laughs> next week, next week we're going to talk about the Oscars, what happened, yep. uh, what, who were the winners, and anything else that went on. Uh, I hope there's some controversy, although I think that the La La Land moonlight thing is definitely, like, 10 yeah. years worth in one evening. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's the, never well, going to happen again, that is it. But anyway, hope there's something. Very true. Very good. All right. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, new episode next Friday. And keep sending those scripts in. Yes, please do. We've got a few to catch you up on. Actually, the inbox is looking nice and healthy. Yeah, take care. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks very much for joining us for another episode of Bad Screenplays. If you enjoy Bad Screenplays, maybe consider sending a script of your own to badscreenplayspodcast.gmail.com. Thanks to Andy Donovan for artwork, and thanks to Acast for continued support. If you like the podcast, please tell a friend, maybe even subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.